All right, welcome to the Lodi Podcast, my exclusive part, and um, here with me is my good friend Leslie. So uh, go ahead and say what's up, man. Hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. Just um, you know, on my daily grind, trying to get this thing off the ground. But um, but yeah, but um, basically um, or you know, to you and all the listeners out there, you know, this is a music podcast, so we talk everything music from. What's going on in celebrity world, you know, what music's out right now, and then, like, you know, just certain, you know, fun music topics, so, um, but yeah, but I want to ask you, like, where have you been playing lately, because I know you play in a lot of groups, so, like, how are your shows this last, these past, you know, couple weekends and stuff? Oh, man, it's it's been, um, so, I'm a independent musician, so I'm, I'm involved with a whole lot of different stuff just <laughs> it's really whoever calls me and mm-hmm. then um so you got one off stuff but then um for instance i play with a rock band uh called brothers beckham and then i have my own jazz fusion band uh who just had a single that that's came out right. last with, uh, week sean martin that's right yeah with sean martin mm-hmm. uh it's called movement band uh shameless plug uh mov mnt uh band yeah you can look us up on <laughs> <laughs> all the platforms all the platforms music. yeah but um but yeah we had a single that came out last week um did really well um well it's doing well really well so we're in, just in the middle of the marketing term for that um and then uh man yeah like i said every week is different um in my world so you know i'm just i'm just you know, blessed and thankful to be able to play, <laughs> for lack of better words. So you know, it's all good. Uh, I understand that. That was a dope song, by the way, too. I know. I don't know if you. I think. I think I commented on one of the videos I saw. No, yeah, bro. Really nice. no, so who who you. thought of like? So when y'all write that, was it was it all together? Or was it just one person really come up with the idea? Yeah. So pretty much for for the band, it's it's uh, well, right now is most of the music is written by me. Um, it's oh. just really easy for me to write music because, uh, I, I mean, I practice every day. So, you know, when you're studying, mm-hmm. you know, different folks, like, for instance, right now, uh, uh, well, musically, um, sh- I'm shed into the Osley Brothers. So, you know, Man. it's so easy to come up with different stuff off of what they're doing. And then, you know, any, and then I just I, I just listen to a lot of music. So it's easy to write. Um, yeah, currently all the songs for Movement Band <laughs> are written by me, but at the same time, you know, uh, it's developed over time. So I'll introduce mm-hmm. it to, I'll introduce like the concept at like a rehearsal, just like half handed, you know, and see what they think. And then if like, you know, it'll be like a chorus, like, or a bridge or something like that, or a solo section. And if they think it's cool, then I'll further continue um developing that idea and uh for blue chucks yeah man it's it's i i oh, yeah. initially introduced that concept like four years ago or something and it was literally just the the intro to that song it wasn't even <laughs> the full you know song it was just the intro and so you know um since we're in our um al- since we're in our album arc uh for our second album uh i decided to you know kind of take this one out of the hard drive and you know just start developing 
d developing it to a point where, you know, it's really, um, you know, it's just really groovy. It has all the melodic stuff um, and it's musically tasteful, you know, um, mm -hmm. I like music like that, where it's like a lot of good melodies that you can kind of remember uh, or uh, it's a groove that you can definitely remember. So uh, that's been cool, man. Um, it's been really great. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was excited when I saw y'all put that out. And then people who um, really don't know what jazz fusion is, because I, I don't know if it's really like a new genre or it's, it's more no, like, it's some, like a genre that like like no one's really. No. Cause I, I asked a lot of people just like I know what you know you just, like listen to jazz fusion. Like I asked my girl the other day, it's like, I don't even know what jazz fusion is. Like, so I think it's it's, yeah, it's not no, just it's, I like, it's, yeah. Go ahead. It's definitely niche. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's definitely like caviar. Like, cause I mean, if, if, if jazz is like, you know, by itself, uh, you know, a high taste music style, because, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think Herbie Hancock said it like best, you know, the reason why, um, jazz and just all the sub genres within jazz are, um, you know, not mainstream is because it's not dependent upon the personality. You know, it's dependent upon the music. You know, a lot of music these days is dependent upon the personalities. Like, you know, you have to have, you know, a certain persona or something like that that people attach to. And when they and, and when they attach to the persona and they attach to the music. But in jazz, it's the opposite. You know, mm -hmm. they have to attach to the music first. Like, you got to be killing. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, who is he? You know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, um, so jazz fusion is just, uh, it's a sub genre of jazz. Um, we combine, well, for movement band, uh, we combine, um, jazz with neo soul, with gospel, with, uh, prog rock, because we're also prog rock fans. Um, and in fact, we just have different ingredients that makes the fusion really good. And so, um, yeah, I mean, for the people, and, and it's funny, I was talking with somebody about this the other day, you know, for the people that really like it, like they really, mm -hmm. really like it, you know, because it's different and, you know, it's like eating a five course meal. It's like every, you know, every section has its own place, you know, it's not the same thing throughout the whole song, you know, every section, you know, is different and has, has its, you know, um, certain ingredients, so. Yeah, so, cause, yeah, yeah. Because um, once you know what really jazz fusion is, you can really like tell the difference between like regular jazz, jazz fusion, or you know, jazz funk, or I guess jazz hop now. I guess is what they're calling it. But um, yeah, it has a really distinctive sound that I just I like. I love listening to it like on road trips and like stuff where it's just like you know you have a, like a long period of time of just like nothing to distract you, you know. Yeah. I don't like listening to it like when people are like, like I couldn't, like I guess like it was like something else is going on or if I'm around other people, like I really want to focus on that. So like I love listening to Jazz Fusion in the car because I can really just, you know, just vibe out, no interruptions, you know, nothing just, you know, because since I want to hear every part, you know, it's, it's always something changing because and every time I listen, like I can listen to like the same song like five times and there's always something new that I catch you know, someone yep. doing and like in the background, like, Oh, I didn't hear that. You know, that bass, that, you know, he went up a half a step right there and the bass player or, you know, something like this. It's just, it's always something 
new you can catch in the first five listen other than you know some other song you can just you know you know the whole song after like the first one or two listens you just you know oh yeah it's just that song again you know? yeah yeah so, but um but yeah but so how did y'all get together i guess i can go ahead and uh vibe on that like the the movement band i guess that your band sure. is it, so is yeah. it, are you the leader of that band or is it like yeah 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 i'm the i'm the music director for for movement band yeah um yeah we it started um so this is a short version <laughs> since we just <laughs> since we just talking um started so uh started at smu uh, i went to mm. southern methodist university in dallas and uh, me and one other member cornell lacy who plays bass um yeah we, we we started just doing jam sessions in college um because there wasn't any like contemporary aspect in the music school mm-hmm. um so we were just like and we weren't music majors like we were other majors but we just happened to love to play music and um yeah um it just kind of turned into people looking at us you know watching us <laughs> play and so we were like yeah we're not gonna do that anymore so we started <laughs> so we started yeah. shedding and um and just shedding on stuff that we like you know um which is like you know herbie hancock or chick korea or um or even you know gretchen parlato uh and then on gospel stuff, you know, we just started shedding a lot of genres, even if it was rock, you know, we just shed it. And um, it kind of turned into something where we, you know, we could very easily create our own music. So um, we, we kind of had iterations of the band over like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Paolo Calamini, um, after hearing one song that we had had, and it wasn't even recorded. He just had heard one of our songs. He was like, y'all, man. And then uh, <laughs> same with uh, Tony Lil Cat Reed on drums. Um, so I, I play keys and drums myself. So it, it was really hard for me to be like, all right, like, yo, Tony, you can have the the spot because, you know, I'm really particular on um, like the genre, you know, of, of jazz fusion. You just got to mm-hmm. have the ingredients as a drummer. Um, and I could go into that, but <laughs> no, nah, not right now. I mean, we can. I mean, uh, it's it's a podcast. So, I mean, you, you can if you want to explain it. I mean, I got time. So. <laughs> well, well, it's just it's just like, in fact, I'll, I'll keep it short. Like mm-hmm. it's just like any genre. You have to have the ingredients on the inside of you. You know, you can't yeah. pull out anything that you haven't already. Um, you know, just experiment it with. You know, for me. Um, so in the Dallas community and just, I guess, in the United States, you know, uh, people know me for my versatility. Like, you know, I play from country to rock to jazz to, to jazz fusion to uh, you can't, gospel. Yeah, you're very versatile. To, I know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the only reason I can do that is because I've studied the genres. The only genre I can't play is, is like metal. Like because I love I love metal, but I can't play it. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> but why not? No, it's like it's just it's just a certain feel. Like again, like you know, like you have a certain feel for be a jazz fusion drummer, or is just like just you don't think you just well, have it like for that well, for, for that metal, genre. Yeah, for metal, it's certain you got to have certain um, facilities, especially with double bass and um, like certain polyrhythms that you got to be used to. It's just you have to know the genre. And um, I know the genre, but uh, 
for one, my double my double bass playing is not on the level of like, you know, a lot of metal guys or whatever. I mean, I could play it, but it wouldn't be authentic. And so mm. I I usually like I'll accept calls for what, you know, I know I can do authentically. Like for instance, I can do I mean, shoot, I can do most things really authentically from pop to trap to country. Man, I got so much history with country. Man, um, I mean, like, I mean con- country for- really is an easy <laughs> genre of music, like, all around. To it's me, it easy is. and it's hard. Yeah, it's easy and it's hard because, like, it's it's a lot of turn. Like, they write differently. Um, Like, so they write in half phrases. They don't write in full phrases. So mm-hmm. that can trip people up who, you know, if you're learning this song, it's like, it's very easy to forget. Yo, this is half of a verse, but that's the whole verse, you know. It's only like, you know. But anyways, so digressing and digressing. Um, yeah, when it comes down to it, um, uh, the ingredients are really important. So Tony Reed definitely, um, and it's funny. I actually competed against Tony Reed in the uh, guitar center drum off. Like we were doing regionals, mm-hmm. and uh, like in two thousand. 14 or 15 or something Mm -hmm. and um and yeah i just kept up with tony um ever since then because i just knew like you know how you meet certain people and you're like yo they might do something you know (laughs) or whatever so uh so yeah and um that's kind of how the band came together you know we just we we have a love for you know the ingredients of the music we play which is you know we love jazz we love jazz fusion we love r&b we love gospel. We love um, pretty much. We love prog rock. You know, we love hip hop. You know, we just love all the ingredients that make up uh, our sound. So yeah, that's pretty much it in the rap. No, that's a really good explanation of it. But um, but yeah, I really haven't got into much prog rock. Like, so what is? What's more of that? Like, just a mixture of like jazz and rock, or just man, I could talk about that. So, um, <laughs> prog rock is like um, it's a mixture. It's basically rock that's way more musical. Like, I don't mean way more musical. I mean way more musical. Mm. So, uh, some of the bands that me and the fellas of movement band like <laughs> we love and actually one of the bands is going to be here uh in dallas uh this month well it's, it's basically october yeah <laughs> in I mean, october, yeah. They're gonna, yeah in october uh there's this band called animals as leaders and when i say they're one of the most incredible oh my god like it's it's just prog rock mixed with a little bit of metal but it's so musical man it's the stuff they can do is just man it's 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 amazing so um so yeah a couple of prog rock stuff that i like you know you you have um animals as leaders <laughs> since since i mentioned them um mm-hmm. there's this uh band called sticks it's kind of like a prog rock but it's 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 classic rock as well so um so prog rock is kind of like rock fusion like it's mixed with something else mm. so uh animals as leaders is rock and metal put together um sticks is classic rock and um like basically kind of jazz put together a little bit uh because they do polyrhythms and stuff like that but it's they're huge though they're a huge classic rock band um 
let's see what else. Um, Polyphia. Uh, there's this band called Arc Echo that are, are kind of younger. I mean, they're in fact, what am I talking about? They're our age, basically. <laughs> um, like you know, twenties, but mm-hmm. they're mur- they're killing. Oh my gosh, Arc Echo is killing. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of different bands that uh, that are in that genre. There's this band called Chun. Uh, I mean, they're killing. It's it's a lot of different bands, and it's all and and most of these bands are instrumental. Like it's guitar. Um, the ingredients is basically. Uh, and this is a cheat sheet, basically. <laughs> like it's it's it's, str- it's strong guitar. Like your guitar player is basically a virtuoso or something like that. Like that level of guitar playing, and then it's a lot of polyrhythms, um, and then it's it's just a lot of uh, different progressions. Um, and so, um, yeah, prog rock is cool, man. Um, it's it's a great genre. Yeah, I'll have to check it out a little bit more. Cause I, I know I I really do like I love instrumental music. Yeah. yeah yeah so. that's and and they're these bands are you know i mean it's just like jazz fusion you know um well f- more like i'll say the instrumental genres <laughs> you mm-hmm. know uh you know it's, it's niche fan bases but the fan bases are huge for especially overseas i mean overseas they they love stuff like that um another another example they're not really like fusion or prog rock, uh, but it's jazz. It's jazz fusion. Um, uh, so uh, there's this there's this dude named Corey Wong, um, uh, who's a guitarist, um, and he he's the guitarist for, um, and man, uh, in fact, my my mind is slipping right now because I'm naming so many bands, but. Um, there's there's a certain um i mean it's gotten to the point where certain bands if you do it right if you market it right you know it's a lot of success like Corey wong and his band uh who's the name is escaping me right now like <laughs> if if any of my, if any of my bros are listening to this like yo uh charge it to my <laughs> hey, hey just forgive me for this but but yeah there's this huge band um that Corey Wong is a part of, and they sold out Madison Square Garden twice. Oh wow! You know, with with instrumental music, and so um, that's big. And the name the name is gonna come to me, uh, <laughs> and I'll I'll be I'll be cool. But uh, but yeah um, yeah it's it's a certain like I said, it's a great genre. It 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 like I said, it's just um, most people don't listen to it because um, like I said, it's 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 a different day, you know. Most people want um, something that's easy to digest. Like you don't have to really, really listen to it. You know, mm-hmm. you just li- you just listen to the lyrics, and you know you're pretty much good. But when it comes to listening to the actual music, you know, it it, it takes a little bit more attention, like you said. So, yeah, that's crazy though to sell like sell out now these days with instrumental music at a at Madison Square Garden like that. Like that's awesome. I can't even like. Hopefully, maybe one day we can get to that level. <laughs> maybe. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Hear me? I, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I got the name of the band. It's called Wolfpack. So Wolfpack, if you've heard of them. Wolfpack, like a like wolf or it's, wolf. It, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I need to get some more too, but it's V U L F P E C K. Wolfpack. 
and they're huge man they are a huge band it's like funk fusion they're basically funk but it's like just i mean they just they're they they're group so so a lot of bands like have like virtuosic you know uh well in fact i won't say a lot of bands some bands have like they 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 pride themselves on you know man these are crazy guitar lines or crazy melodic lines coming from sax or or mm-hmm. the bass line or something like that wolfpack is literally just groove and they're they're literally just that's what you're gonna get with them it's, it's funk groove but it's mixed with neo soul and stuff but yeah man they yeah i think it was like no it was it was not 2019 yeah they sold out madison square garden two times that's how big they are Man. and literally it's just grooves <laughs> so it's crazy and yeah it's, it's it's great stuff so yeah that's a whole nother element of music to get into it's great man i was i want to check that out for sure but um but yeah but yeah i thank you for talking about it too like i know it's educational for me and i know for the the listeners too to learn you know that's what this podcast is about you know you know interviewing and educating oh, yeah. you know all about music you know so. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because when it comes down to it, I feel like, um, I mean, it's not a problem for me because I got bros who are involved with everything and they put me on the stuff like a bro put me on the Wolfpack and I mm. never heard of them. This was like 2018, like when they were like just getting big, um, like I, I got put onto them and then, yeah, I just kept up with them and man, they just they just exploded especially overseas but even in the states to the point where yeah they can sell out madison square garden or something like that so yeah so yeah it's just different you know it's just different stuff to get into yeah it gives me hope for you know instrumental music and stuff like that because you know you would think only people who do that like rap artists and pop artists you know not like you know subgenre music that's like selling that crazy you know yeah what you usually hear on the radio yeah 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 no and that's the misconception like about music in general you know because i mean it is the music business so (laughs) you can't escape the business (laughs) out of it but at the same time you know um because case in point you know with my band movement band you know we're dealing with that with you know being an independent band in a super niche genre but man we're we're we're, we're gaining a lot of traction with uh, the single that came out. And, oh, my God, our album. You know, people are oh, I was going to be fired. I already know. <laughs> so, I'm waiting on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know this, bro. So, like, usually the singles are, like, I, like, just feeler, you know, feeler songs. Like, you're feeling mm-hmm. out, like, how people, you know, respond. And, um so the uh the direction that me and my band are going with this album is like more space fusion so it's mm. like a lot of sense like you know it's basically it's basically like a lot of different grooves that you know aren't <laughs> people aren't used to you know um it's 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 really good so but i say all that to say you know if you find the people that that will support you know, and that will, you know, enjoy the music and are willing to come out to a show, um, then then you're a success. Like, well, that's mm-hmm. success for me. Like, I was actually talking with some bros about this 
the other day because they felt like, you know, well, one one of them felt like, you know, um, he's done it. Well, well, there's there's not much more to do, especially in doubt in the Dallas music scene. Really? And, you know, to 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 me, I was like, yo, man, there's so much more you can do. You just so have much. to, yeah, yeah. You just have to define your goals. Uh, like if your goal is playing with a major artist, then you know, like like kind of tailor your your career to go towards that you know if your goal is to you know um shoot there's so many goals man like like for me my my goal was simply to do music full-time mm-hmm. and play with a lot of different artists in different genres and you doing and, that um, and you're definitely yeah, doing that yeah i'm doing that right now god is good you know i'm really I'm, good I'm grateful yeah i don't i don't I don't take that for granted at all because, you know, I prayed for this like years ago, you know, and it's happened. Well, it's here. So, um, and this is like the fifth year I've been doing it. So it's, it's cool. But, but I say all that to say, um, yeah, bro. I mean, you know how it is. Like it's, it's all about just, just choosing what you want to do and then catering, but you have to cater your life to it. It's just like you. I mean, bro, you've, you've, you've created your own brand, you know, you have your own outlets, including your podcast and including, uh, are you still doing a residency? Yeah. I actually got a new one, um, in Longview. Um, nice, nice. Um, at the, it was, so the, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the Rio, but it's where all the country acts used to come back in the day in Longview. So like your okay. Willie Nelson's, okay. Hank Williams, um, Neil McCoy's, like all the, you know, the big, country acts that'd be like the place to stop in east texas or one of the places to stop you know as a tourist nice. spot in east texas i mean it's not that no more but it's still the history behind that place you know yeah. like the, i think the bigger part now is escape plex or like a little skating, nice. skating rink but he uh the guys over it now like he owns the skate plex but then he turned a little spa area into like a bar type you know band area so like it's not mm-hmm. as big as it used to be, but like he has me there now, um, playing on Wednesdays nights, and I turn into a, like ladies' night. So I'm gonna like give away two free bottles of wine, you know, every Wednesday, and nice. you know, try to build, you know, something up, you know, because I really yeah. one day went up on my jazz club. That's where he found me because I had made a post talking about um making my own jazz club in East Texas because it's really needed down here. Like you know, I'm I I'm not from here. I was born in Dallas, but like I still you know call myself for being from Dallas. That's just how I want to think of it. But I grew up, you know, down here. So most yeah, of my life yeah, I live yeah. in East Texas. But um but yeah, I always wanted to um open up a club because I know when I first started, you know, after college and I was trying to find gigs down here before I went to Dallas and stuff like that. It was just so hard because everything was just country and rock and, you know, it really wasn't any, you know, room to play jazz, R and B and soul. So like now that like, uh, you know, I've been here for a while and I actually you know open up a lot of doors for other people to come after me too because I really had to push like I was going to places I never even like most nine times out of ten most of these places down here I play at don't have someone like me coming through there like you know how oh, like, yeah. you have people like coming yeah. to Freeman and like Louie Lou's or like, just any you know Sandagas or anything like that you know there's different jazz acts army acts like down here there, there's nothing yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like that. Like I'm the only person really like that coming through there. You know, like, I had maybe have some other acoustic acts, but now there's my other guy, uh, Covenant. He's he plays more soul R&B and like Christian um, 
uh, music and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. now he's you know like I'm you know helping him and I book him at another place in Longview too. But like at one point it was just really just me. So now there's like other people like doing it and like get more opportunity because I put other people on. Like if there's a gig I can't do, cause I get a lot of private. I, I swear I get like I had like why well, that day I don't know if you saw on Facebook I got really frustrated. I was really having a really bad day. Like I swear like five yeah. to six seven people hit me up for a private performance and I was getting behind. Like I was just. Oh, that was, that, that was that day? Yeah, like I was that, like, well, I mean, that was part God, of it. That was that, that okay. was part of it. Yeah, that was part of it. There was some other stuff yeah. going on, too, but I was, like, dealing with some other stuff. You know, uh, I had some issues with my, my car. I said my brakes was going out. Then I had some, Oh man. like, um, I was trying to get something at Walmart, and then I, I fell through, and I had to go to another Walmart. And then all yeah. that going on, plus, you know, people contacting me for gigs, and I'm forgetting stuff. It was just, like, it was just a lot at one time. It was just... Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I need to just like pray about it and just like you know ask for prayers at this point. I was like, yeah, but yeah, but I got uh, one this morning for like February fifth of next year. So it's just like, like it's just I know I, it's a blessing. I always say it's a blessing because of course you know I want to get performances, but at the same time, I was like, you know, I wasn't getting all that traction for starting out, but now I am. So now I was like, well, you know, what can I do to help people? Like come after me, you know, so I can give other people these chances. So it won't be as hard. So I know yeah. a couple of years ago I was thinking, you know, maybe I should open up my own place. You know, if I get enough money saved and find a good spot, you know, get my credit right. Like you know, when I get older, you know, I want to do that because when I first went to college, you know, I always wanted my goal was, oh, you know, let me get my, you know, degree to teach music and stuff like that. Which you know, maybe one day I was gonna do, but like over time, you know, I changed. Like, man, I want to perform. You know, you know, after a couple of years of jazz band in college, I'm like, man, like, <laughs> like I really, yeah. I, I, I want to perform because I didn't get that, you know, when I was in high school. We didn't have no jazz band or anything like that. Like, I had mm. jazz once when I had transferred to another school that actually had it, and they asked me to play Barry saxophone, and I loved it. But mm-hmm. like, when I went back to Or City, because I had to go back to the same school I was at, they didn't have it, and then like, I almost like I almost started a jazz band there because I had mission to the band director. But no, the kids were interested in it. Like they were really didn't care. Like no one cared for music in my school. Yeah. Like you know, like that to that point to start a program, you know. So yeah. I actually started learning how to play like jazz drums and like trying to get other kids to come. Like you know, have a band program, like a jazz band program there. But no one, you know. <laughs> yeah, was really and, and that's the thing. In. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like with you know, um, and that's really in any, you know. I guess, uh, vocation, you know, when you see a need and you see like, for instance, jazz or, or, um, it, when it comes to, cause you know, at the end of the day, it's your identity, you mm-hmm. know, part of your musical identity as with me, like <laughs> that's actually one of the reasons I didn't, uh, do music in college is because they didn't have, um, jazz history or jazz performance at SMU. Mm-hmm. So I just, did engineering you know because i mean yo that's i didn't really want to be uh you know a a, a, uh just a general performance major you know because i didn't want to play classical music i already did that's true that's one thing i heard (laughs) well one thing i realized when i got there is oh you know even now like i thought about going back to finish uh i never finished my music degree because i had some other stuff happen but like now when i was talking about going back to ut tyler 
Um, and I was like, oh, you know, you know, you have to start doing classical music all over again and, you know, learn etudes. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, do I have to? I was like, can I just, you know, I was like, because I'm really like, as a man, like, I'm really focused on jazz, R&B, you know, soul, funk stuff. So, yeah. like, you know, to go back to start, you know, studying classical music again for a degree is like, like, I mean, I would do it if I really, you know, had to, you know, like, finally get it together. Like, okay, I need to go back, finish, you know, it's not going to last that long, you know, go ahead and knock it out. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, it's like, over the years, like, the more I learn, the more I play, it's like, the more my goals have changed. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, at one point, mm-hmm. I want to be a teacher, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, you know, I want to perform, you know, just, you know, gig, stuff like that, go all over the world and gig, and then now it's changing to work. You know, I still want to gig. You know, I still love to go on my, you know, independent tour or be playing overseas, stuff like that, but it's like, yeah. when I get older, is- I don't want to be like, I was like, I would, I would still be maybe a teacher, but at the same time, I would really love to be a, a club owner, like just a on yeah. my own live performance venue or even like a restaurant or some, some, something where I can. Like, yeah. 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 You know, and it's actually, and it's funny you said that cause it's the same with me, man. Like it's kind of a natural evolution where, um, you know, you just, you just notice that you, you know, you, you're not only just a player, you know, uh, like, like for me, like, man, um, being on the composition side, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, getting out of college, I got a couple of opportunities to do, you know, film and documentary stuff. And then, um, last it's, it's funny. And then last year when, when, when uh, COVID hit everything, mm-hmm. you know, like the entire industry, you know, it was, it was crazy how I got so many requests for like to do recordings and, and, um, record for film and, and, and documentaries and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, in pot, <laughs> since we're on podcasts, like, you know, podcast intros and stuff like that, because it's in my wheelhouse. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I love to play like, it, it's, it's funny. We're talking about this because, um, one of my mentors, uh, asked me the same thing. He was just like, man, uh, you know, there's, there's different, you know, there's different seasons in your life, you know, like at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Cause he had his season where he was, I mean, good God playing all over the world. I mean, just grinding it out, like on all the, all the, you know, playing on all the top shows and everything like that. But now he owns his own record label, you know? Man. And, um, and, you know, and, and he's, he's, uh, helping out, you know, folks like Diddy and, and, you know, other folks. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of just different stages. So I agree. Yeah. Also, too, sell um, have a record store. That's one of the <laughs> one of the ideas. Like, you know, what? I could sell records too, like vinyl records. Like, to have my own little record shop. I thought that would be neat too. But maybe I can combine the two. But, but yeah, I always thought it'd be cool to have that and to have it for um, you know the kids that didn't. You know, I always saw myself. You know, when I was younger, like I was struggling for stuff, and then I was like, you know what, I want to help pave the way for you know give chances to people or kids or you know younger generation or anybody really to have a spot to go because i just just remember how hard it was like i was like on google i remember yeah i was on google i was like jazz clubs in east texas (laughs) like nothing hardly popped up nothing like 
And then the places I did go and find, ah, oh, we don't think jazz will fit here, or we don't think, oh, you know, this will fit here, and you know, because like when it comes down to it, all they really worry about is the money. It's like you bring it in, like well, people are gonna stay and listen to you, and like you know, pay to come see you, or you know, spend money on alcohol and food, and they'll sit down and listen to you, or you know, they might go somewhere else to list alcohol and stuff like that. And it's really about creating the vibe more than anything, you know. So, like, they really don't care about, I mean, they probably, some venues do care, but if you're talking about, like, these restaurants and bars and stuff like that, they just want the musicians in there that, that'll fit their vibe, you know. Oh, yeah, that'll definitely. That'll cater to, you know, what they want there. So Yeah, and that's the thing, like, you know, um, when when it comes down to it, you know, it is, it's, it's kind of sad in some cases, but in some cases it's wonderful because, you know, people are getting exposed, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, by just being in the area, you know, to either jazz or whatever's going on, you know, uh, whether it's country or whatever. Um, but I say all that to say, you know, I, I, I totally agree. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's both a joy and a, and a worry at the same time, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, but maybe one day, you know, I know it went, well, anyway, coming back to that, cause when I first tried talking about, you know, opening my own place, so I had went, yeah, my little post had went viral about me opening my own place. So, um, getting back to what we were talking about before, uh, the man at the Rio, uh, John Allen, he had asked me, you know, until you get your own place to open, why don't you come, you know, play up here every Wednesday? I'm like, sure, I guess. So I was like, so now I started doing, you know, the every Wednesday, and then, um, I play at Rowdy Creek Winery in Gilmer every Thursday. And then um, and that might get switched to a Sunday brunch. Uh, so I don't know about that. But then when that happened, someone else offered me a possible residency on Thursdays. If, you know, that Thursday residency I used to have ended and got moved. So it's just like I possibly could have like four residencies like a week. <laughs> a week. If uh, house, if I get my house, because I'm I'm still waiting for my house of blues residency to come back. Like once COVID, um, hopefully it gets better. They did promise me they'll give me my uh, every Sunday or whatever uh, at the house of blues again. But I mean, we'll see. You know how that goes because it's not written down in contract or anything. But you know, they right, tell, right, they do their best to give me you know my every weekly solo little uh spot back up there. But um, but yeah, but I I'm I play pretty much. Like all the time, but then I really want to take it seriously by like adding other like income streams, hence the podcast stuff. Like, and people who's um been been listening to yeah. me to my little uh podcast I have over the past <coughs> two three years now. I just started mm-hmm. back in two thousand nineteen, but I was I really wasn't. I mean, I was serious, but I just didn't know like what it took to have a good one. Like, yeah. you know, I was really started recording off my phone. And then once I saved a little bit of money, I found like a little blue USB microphones. You know, you have, and I was doing that, and it was actually going pretty good. Yeah. You know, I had some good conversations. Yeah. You know, I mean, we both had to use the same microphone. It was like two sided microphone. And then I stopped because I don't know. I was just I was going through some stuff, and then I restarted during COVID last year. Did a couple, and then I stopped again because I just I didn't like the quality I had. So you know what? I'm just gonna grind. I'm gonna stop it for right now. I'm just gonna save up for the equipment I need. And I 
Yeah. Pretty much got everything I need for podcasting, I think, right now. For my studio, yeah. I don't have everything, but but uh, I think no, I, hey, I need you, uh you, You've done it. <laughs> yeah. You've done, you done it. Yeah, I think for the... You've done it. It's a couple more, like, beat machines and, like... There's one more. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of the um, those things that go over the microphone. Um, it's a blue. Are oh, you talking about pop filters? Yeah, it's a little pop filter, but it it covers over the thing. I forgot what they were called. I was looking for a minute ago. I know uh, what you're talking the about. The studio I go to has one. Um, but it, it's like a go over there, so like you don't have to go into a studio booth to use it. Like you can record anywhere, as long as you have that. You can put it over the microphone, and then it will just. Oh, 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 a vocal shield. I get what you're, yeah, I a think vocal it shield. It's like a little ball yeah. thing. Like a little ball. Oh, yeah, can... yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's like two vert. Yeah, a vocal shield is, uh, it, it's, it's definitely cool too. I, I, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. Like, I want like one of those in here and then a couple of machines that make like, you know, there's a drum machine I like and then I'm waiting on my interface, my uh, Scarlet. Uh, Clariat uh, interface to come in Thursday because like all the stuff you've been seeing like my saxophone covers and all that kind of stuff I've been recording off of iRig so <laughs> and those things it's it's okay to deal with like for temporary but it's not really that great like it's when you when it comes down to actual recording it's just yeah like, I mean it, it gets the job done you know yeah but it's, I was like man I'm, I'm just ready to have that interface so I can actually start doing some real like like studio work for other people and putting more songs out, you know, so I can actually record in a comfortable, you know, area and, you know, at my, in my home, instead of going to a studio, uh, like to drive the toddler or something, you know, and have something good record. I can just do it here at the house, you know? So, but for, as far as podcasts, I pretty much got, I think the best you can get, like, as far as like independent, instead of going somewhere that has like, you know, like, two three thousand dollars systems and stuff like that but as far as um um like as far as um what's the i'm what's the word i'm looking for um as far as like i guess for a home setting i guess it's probably the best i can do <laughs> yeah yeah i, I you know. know yeah it's it's i mean hey it sounds good so you you could <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Well, I don't want to hold you on to uh for too much longer. But um if you want to talk I wanna really ask you about the, your um your other band that you um have. The um their brothers Beckham, right? I think that's right. Sure. Sure. So, um go what, ahead. How how what, did you get into that? Like how did they find you? In you fact, what them? other what other uh before we move on, because <laughs> you say you might have other questions, any other questions that you have? Oh, uh any other questions um before that? Um Okay, now I did see something on Facebook you were doing. Uh, I don't know if you posted it yesterday. You was doing like some song for like a like a gravel road scene or something like that. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that would be like one of the questions. Uh, like, what was that for? Like, how did you get into that? Yeah, I mean, so that 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 was something I had to compose for. Um, that scene i mean because you know <laughs> when you get um contracted by um you know music director or a uh, or music supervisor you know mm-hmm. depending depending on you know what's going on 
you know, some sometimes they want something very specific. So, um, so yeah, um, that that uh, so I posted uh, one of my compositions, and I literally just called it "Grab a Road" because that was what it was for. <laughs> you know, it's for a scene <laughs> where you know they're walking down a gravel road, and you know it's con- it's more country based. So um, the thing about it, you know, I had to record the guitar, the you know the bass and the drums, and uh, basically produce the whole thing. You know, and uh, yeah, I'm so, able to so do this. So did you write the so. guitar? Uh, so you actually play guitar, like, or do you just do it on comp- on keyboard? No, no. So I played. I've I've found the best guitar sound I could on on yeah. uh, <laughs> on uh, you know uh, I, I think it's an actual. It's just a Logic sound. If I don't, if I if I remember correctly. It's just a no, 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 no. It's a it's another uh, guitar plugin that I have. That's like a natural guitar, mm-hmm. um, but um, it's either that or Logic because Logic's guitar is 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 great. Um, they, but they got some yeah. good. They got some, I got Logic too. Like, like they got some good plugins. So oh yeah, bad. no no <laughs> man. I was on a um, I was on a masterclass call last last week with uh this guy named Derek Cobbs, who's the, um, I mean, he's a, um, so he's a, he's, he's a, he's a composer and producer and arranger. He's also a sound designer and he, uh, he, he does it. He was, uh, letting us hear something from something he did for uh, Zendaya, uh, back when Mm. she was doing music, uh, for one of the award shows, I forgot, but, um, but yeah, no. And he was like, yeah, all of these sounds that you hear that we used for the show, it was it was logic. Wow. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. You know, what am I doing? Because it sounded like, man, it sounded like an arena, you know, all the stuff that they had on there, you know. Um, but so I say all that to say, you know, you can do a lot with logic. I mean, there's some things you can't do, but you can do a lot with it. So um but yeah, no. So so even with that, you know, I just have uh, certain sounds that I like, and you know, it was a country, it was a short country track. So you know, got it done. <laughs> and I just wanted to post it because you know you don't hear people doing stuff like that a whole lot, Mm-mm. especially in the Dallas community. So I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll just post a snippet of that. Yeah, that's something um, I'm trying to get into more. Just do saxophone work for other people. Like I know my friend uh, Patrick. Uh, he asked me to just play something over his spoken word. And I was like, you oh, know, great. You know, I don't have my interface in yet. I'm really, you know, only thing I got is my little eye rig. So, you know, whatever I I can get out of that, <laughs> you yeah. know, I got, it'll be, you know, fine. But um, at first I thought he was about to send me like an actual, like something to play over, like a track or anything. But when he mm-hmm. sent it, it was just him speaking spoken words. So I'm like, uh, I guess I'm just going yeah. like, make up something, I guess, because it's really just him speaking. Yeah. So I just made some yeah. kind of like melody, I guess. There's some melody line that came out of nowhere. Just I thought it would fit. So at the first mm-hmm. he thought he wanted he really wanted me to like the solo. Then I was like, well, if I solo, it'll take away from uh, mm-hmm. what's he saying. What he's saying because there's no music, you know, to me to play to. So if I'm just everywhere soloing and everything, it would just like it'd be a distraction. So I just came up with you know a simple melody, you know, mm-hmm. and I repeated it a couple times and you know made a little bridge. And then just kept it that way, and he loved it. So, like, yeah. I, I really want to do more like stuff like that for anybody. Like, I, I probably don't even go since I have like a home studio now. So I'm like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't charge just, you know, 
nothing much that I want to get stuff done. Like, you know. Yeah. But like, I'm really trying to get more into like doing stuff for other people. Like even performing. Like if I ever get a chance to perform with anybody or like a sit in or stuff like that. Because I mean, I love doing you know, my solo stuff and you know stuff I do with my band that I get a chance to do. But I would love to always like be in, be in a position to collaborate with other people that you know I feel oh, yeah. like I'll fit. You know, not just like I won't like yeah. just like not anybody, but like you know, something else. Okay, you know, I can see myself, you know, helping oh, yeah. well, or being yeah, part of a project or something like that. Yeah, they're definitely out there, bro. I mean, um, there's this uh, there's this great book by uh, Ken Coleman called The Proximity Principle, mm-hmm. and um, man, that thing works. Like, it's <laughs> the reason it's a New York Times bestseller because uh, man, I read it. Um, yeah, I think I read it last year, like earlier last year. Um, it's not a super long read. I think it's like three, four hundred pages, but man, it's, it's a principle that works, um, for, you know, um, it, I mean, it works generally for any career, mm-hmm. but, um, it especially works for music. Cause it's like you said, man, there are some people where you just feel like, Hey, you know, um, I feel like I can offer something there, you know, to that band or that situation. And, you know, of course we're going to get those <laughs> I mean, way more those than yes. But if you get that one, yes, you know, it kind of turns into other stuff. So, you know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree, bro. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, everything or turn out, you know, great. When I started venturing into that, but, um, that's one of the main things I always wanted to do. But, yeah. Um, I feel you, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Do I have any more questions for you? Um, other than uh, asking about how you got formed with those guys, because that's a really good group. Like, I listened to, I don't know if I, it was like a video, or I think it was one of the music videos y'all had put out. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. one of the last ones y'all did. Yeah, I loved it. Like, because I've always been a blues fan. So, oh, um, thanks, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, no, you're good, bro. No, I, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, we can end with that. Just you know, talking about you know how you got with him. Man, that's that's uh yeah, man, that's a whole story. So, um, so the well, it's psychedelic rock. So it's like mm. Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix type stuff. I mean, we literally play some of that stuff too. Like that's in our wheelhouse. Um, coming back to that whole ingredients, you know, metaphor, you know, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, so Brothers Beckham, they're from Arkansas. Um, they're a rock, yeah, psychedelic rock group. Um, they came here to Texas. They were playing with this dude. So one of their drummers who used to be, I mean, he died last year, which is crazy. Oh, man. Um, he was the drummer for Eric Clapton. His name is Jamie Oldecker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's crazy that... Uh, Last year, we actually got to, I'm sorry, um, I think it was earlier this year or last, or it was in the last two years because <laughs> I played nah, so many did. years with them. But we actually played uh, his festival in Tulsa. And he, you know, being clapped as drummer, I mean, this is legendary. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shoot, you're, so do you remember the Live Aid concert that happened oh, yeah. back in the day? Definitely, I remember he, that. He, yeah, he was playing with Clapton 
back then. You know, he was on that Man. stage. So, like, literally, if you look at that concert, you know, you can see him. But, um, but yeah, man. Um, so, uh, digressing. So Jamie Oldecker was helping them out, but the only problem was, um, you know, when when Eric Clapton calls, I mean, <laughs> you going with El- you, you going with Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, uh, then they had another drummer, um, and uh, it just kind of didn't work out. Um, like he was more of a straight jazz drummer. Mm. Um, and uh, they just wanted somebody who could play psychedelic rock really well. Um, and so I got called, I will never forget it. Like I was, um, <laughs> I was called for it. Cause you know, it was one of those like, man, that's, that's cool that that happened, you know, type of deals. So I was, um, this was before, <laughs> wow. Uh, this was like 2018. I got called um, by my mentor from, from college, um, my, mm-hmm. my drum instructor. So I did, I wasn't a music major, but I did everything I could, you know, musically. Um, and, uh, John Bryant, who, um, still is a legend. I mean, he was a drummer for Ray Charles and mm-hmm. Delbert McClendon and, you know, Don Headley with the Eagles, you know, just a legendary drummer still, still is, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, we, um, you know, he called me and was like, hey, there's this band called Brothers Beckham, you know, and I think you would enjoy the music. And I was like, cool, you know, because he knew that was in my wheelhouse. I mean, I love, um, so one of the drum, one of the many drummers, I mean, many, because I'm even studying one right now. <laughs> like, that's kind of how I practice is I study, part of my practice is studying people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just getting their toolbox, their, their tools into my toolbox so i can pull it out and um one of those people i studied was uh the steve jordan and it's Mm -hmm. funny because today i found out steve jordan is now playing for the rolling stones um like he's the new like so so charlie watts died yeah he passed away um yeah and they got steve jordan and i was like it makes sense it just makes sense and steve jordan is like beyond a legend he doesn't have that many chops but his groove is, oh my God! It's it's just it's just one of the one of the most legendary. He's one of the most legendary groove drummers in in the history of music. Like I can say mm-hmm. that with confidence. He's impacted music that much with Sheryl Crow and some other folk. But but digressing. So um, one so Brothers Beckham is a trio. Is a psychedelic trio. Mm-hmm. So um, and you can listen to their music. Uh, they have an album out. I wasn't on the album. It was Jamie Oldecker playing and their former, their other former drummer playing who I'm going to remember his name in a second. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, um, man, I'm, I, I studied playing trio music from Steve Jordan. Uh, so John Mayer has the John Mayer trio. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Steve Jordan was a part, it's a legendary trio. Like John Mayer's trio was legendary. Um and and I've studied other you know drummers that are part of trios like Mitch Mitchell or um, who else who who else can I uh, say um, uh, there's a couple of others um, but but yeah uh, digressing Steve George is my main influence and so um, when it comes to that type of rock and psychedelic rock and blues and so my first audition with them like 
it was literally like we could have played the gig right there because um, you know I knew their music, um, and they had other people try out and fly in to try out and stuff like that. Oh wow! But um, but and they're know, from here. They're they, from Dallas or. No, they're from Arkansas. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. They moved, they, they moved to Texas. And I'm, man, oh, okay. I, I just got to get some water. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I'm hey, that, that's the new thing about podcasting yeah. is like, get some water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> you anyways, need some water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be good. But no, um, so did the audition. Like I said, the first time we played, I mean, it was if, as if we had played together for years. And, um, they 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 literally took me in the room after that and their manager took me in the room and was like hey so you got the job if you want it like for <laughs> real like all these other drummers were cool but you know you just play with uh coming back to that you know i just had the ingredients that they wanted you know because psych- exactly. psychedelic rock you know when it comes to playing trio music um it's really naked <laughs> it's, it's a naked genre like if you miss like it, it's you miss hard right <laughs> yeah it's it's heard i mean it's mm. there's a famous um so Jimi hendrix has a uh it's a it's an album but uh it's an album collection called live at the fillmore mm-hmm. and it's like collections of his concerts from the film playing at the fillmore and um <clears throat> his drummer's name was buddy miles and man, there's this one track. Uh, I believe it's on. Uh, uh, if I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, it's either Earth Blues a song called Earth Blues or Machine Gun. And um, Buddy just messed up so bad, and mm. Jimmy was just like, you could tell, <laughs> you could tell he was just like, yeah, we just gonna keep on playing, but man. Come on now, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so yeah, uh, so yeah, brothers Beckham. Yeah, we're still playing. Um, they're still kind of in the middle of promoting their last album that came out. Um, and uh, yeah, it's cool. All right, man, that's awesome. I know you play with a lot of people, you know, other than you know me too, of course. But like, I always see you, you know, like with other people, and it's it's a good thing to see, you know, like especially to be like as versatile like you can do pretty much you know everything you know it's, it's a I, good thing to have in your bag i guess that's a good way to put it yeah and 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 you know for me like i said I, I like to i like to just be involved with um stuff that's musically interesting i mean of course like like bro you're you're completely musically interesting that's why oh yeah it's all about the music like it's yeah. Like, I mean, I really would love to be just straight instrumental, but I already just started writing just because, because of people's, like, oh, you should write. And then I recently got asked to sing more, like, for some reason. Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it happened twice. Like, and, and it was like back to back band shows I had. Like, I got asked to sing more. And I was like, nah, y'all lying. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all are really lying. Like, I don't sing that great. Like, and someone like somebody tipped me twenty bucks. Oh, you need to sing more. Can you sing this? I'm like, like I am not the singer you think I am, ma'am. I'm like I'm truly a saxophone player. I just you know, you know, I I because I had to do without a singer, you know, for so long, and then, you know, 
you know, wanting to play at more places and, you know, more places that, you know, they really, I mean, they probably cater to instrumental, but not like a full instrumental show, you know? So it's like, oh, you know, it'd be great if you had some songs with lyrics and stuff like that. So that's the only reason really I started singing was because of the, the demand of a band, you know, wanting a band with at least some lyrics. And I just, I just came out to be a good singer all of a sudden. <laughs> so. But. Pretty much. You know, you got it in your wheelhouse, so you know, might as well, you know. Yeah. Well, well, I enjoy this conversation, man. I really do. You know, I appreciate you coming on and everything, you know, especially, you know, hopefully I can, you know, slide you something next time because I really want to, like, get this going and I can actually, you know, support the musician world, you know, especially the local musicians, you know, that I bring on, you know. So hopefully, you know, one day we can get this thing off the ground and, We'll be talking back. Say, so, man, remember when we used to do our first podcast together? And now, you know, we got thousands and thousands of listeners listening. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> and everything. And, yeah, know. it's literally just one listener at a time, really. And before yeah, you know, like, man, it's, uh. Yeah, because starting yeah. off, you know, it's not really that profitable. I'm just going to keep it real. I mean, you know, <laughs> podcasting, yeah. you know, you really have to. Yeah. It's all about then, ads, really. Like, yeah, sponsor. <laughs> No, but you got it, bro. And I appreciate you. You know, I, I appreciate even even the invite. I really appreciate you. Yeah. So it's been fun. <laughs> oh yeah, always fun. And definitely come back anytime. Like I don't care. I, I'm really it's a free for all at this point. Like and anytime you have any shows or anything, just shoot them my way. I always add them in the ad section of my uh, podcast and my segments and stuff. Or if you got anything you want to say in between, just Shoot it over, I add it, you know. <laughs> okay, man, I appreciate that, bro. And, you know, anytime, I'm happy to help. All right, and also thank you for everybody who's listening. You know, the ones who do listen, I appreciate you, every single one of you. I know I had a couple more views today, so, I mean, it's a start. You know, we're getting, you know, little by little, you know, day by day, we get more listeners and stuff. And um, um, if you're not a subscriber on patreon i surely 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 do um would advise you to get on that because um it's a little small page subscription where i put exclusive content on and it's supporting me of course but also you know if i build it up more it'll support other musicians you know like leslie here you know stuff like that you know try and give back to um the musician world as much as it gave it to me so you know i just want to try to give back so if you want to subscribe to that and like listen and look and you know watch different videos and music and podcast content, it's at www.patreon.com slash music. Again, www.loadymusic.com. Oh no, no, that's my website. My bad. I messed up. www.patreon.com slash loadymusic. Loadymusic.com is my website. So if you want to check out my like my streams or uh, my videos or uh, anything I got, my gig uh, schedule, it's all on my website. So thank y'all for listening and um, hope to catch y'all next time. And thank you again, Leslie, for coming on. And um, remember, stay sexy, y'all. I'll see y'all next time. <laughs>